According to Morning Consult, about a quarter of healthcare workers have considered leaving their job since the onset of the pandemic. And of those, 14% have considered a new profession altogether. In 2018, Parth Misra, a writer for entrepreneur.com, said 85% of people hate their job. Since the pandemic, it is safe to assume that this number has actually gone up. When employees dislike their job, that leads to hours of unproductive work, low retention, and burnout. Unfortunately, that isn't all. The true cost of losing an employee can be up to twice their salaries, depending on their wage and their role. So how can we get in front of this issue? How can we prevent what could be considered the next pandemic in regards to employee burnout and retention issues? Hey guys, my name is Lisa Purdy, and I am the first ever pharmacy professional development practitioner. Welcome to Professional Pharmacists. Today, I want to dive into investing in people as your answer and your solution to retaining solid employees. Your pharmacy is your business, so it might seem counterintuitive to not invest in it. However, I would like to suggest that if you're investing in anything, do it in your people. They will do the investing into your business that you need for it to grow and produce the outcomes you desire. All companies, so all pharmacies, need to be actively investing in their employees' professional development in order to help each employee reach their highest potential, which means get them practicing at the top of their license. I know that seems cliche, especially since top of your license has been used as buzzwords in the recent years, but there are a lot of benefits to actually accomplishing this. It might seem obvious, but I'm going to go here anyway. It is important to note that a technician and a pharmacist will need different things to have what they need to be able to do their best. It is also important to note that really each pharmacist or technician will really require more individually specific goals and paths to be able to reach their highest potential. We are all unique and everything from our family life to our age and worldview will affect our journey that we are on and where your pharmacy fits in on that path. So to be honest, this means a bit of work on the leadership side to ensure each person has been able to be seen and that you can appropriately identify some goals with them. I wish there was a one-size-fits-all situation, but you will find you will actually need several options and every employee is going to have a different journey through those. So be flexible and be prepared to pivot often, but also have a game plan going into the process. Feel free to check out my previous episodes on role development to give yourself some ideas. For instance, you may actually have a technician who really wants to be an author. It isn't common to find this, but you could actually show them how to publish an article about being a technician in some capacity or write a workflow change or publish on trends that you're seeing in your pharmacy. The world is their oyster, and I am willing to bet no one has ever told your technician they could combine their heart's desire of writing with their current position and actually benefit both the company and themselves. Of a side note, we really need to be getting everyone publishing on, like, everything. I have done several lit searches on operations and productivity, and frankly, I was surprised by the lack here. Do yourself a favor and get in front of this as a leader in these areas and help us all out. We know we're all doing amazing work, so let's learn from each other, okay? All right, back to my topic at hand. <laughs> one of the coaching, one-on-one coaching is really going to serve you well in investing in people. So spend time with those who day in and day out are responsible for the success of patient care. 
these employees can use personal guidance to navigate obstacles that they're facing. Take time to hear their ideas and their insights, help them find answers and get connected with resources. This is the type of forward thinking you need to drive outcomes and it's all based on the level of support and well-being of your people. I believe world-class organizations know that investing in their people lead to better outcomes. This could lead to better quality data, better patient satisfaction, and low to no harm events. Plus, you get the added benefit of individual growth and job satisfaction in a time where healthcare providers feel burned out and tired. What if, because you invested in your employees' professional growth, you increase your retention when every other pharmacy is seeing a drop in retention. If you are listening to this podcast in 2021, I am expecting to see high levels of turnover across the board. That means money, high rates of money, guys, going out of your pharmacy. It is our best interest to not only keep our people, but to motivate them to find ownership within our pharmacy, provide best practice, seek improvements, lower cost, and provide the best care for our patients. We do this by supporting our employees fully, not just at work, but understanding them as a whole and investing in them as a person. We have four generations of people working in pharmacies right now. Each group has a different need as to what is important to them. But one thing all people share is that desire to be valued. Most people want to work for someone who sees them as a person and not a number and certainly not as someone as the company can easily replace. Through one-on-one coaching, you get to discover what is important to your employees. Let me give you a small insight into your millennial group. Today, they often quit their jobs because of lack of learning and growth opportunities, period. They have access to more opportunities than ever before. Think Glassdoor, LinkedIn, professional organization job markets. This makes applying for opportunities super easy with just a few clicks of your fingertips. So do yourself a favor and provide a way to create happy employees. Remember, patient satisfaction and patient safety outcomes are often tied to employee satisfaction. This is a topic worth your time. If you are not someone who A, has the time, consider reprioritizing your task to make room for it. Or B, find or hire someone devoted to this. If you hire someone like me, a pharmacy professional development practitioner, have them message me for ideas to get started. Gallup says in the State of American Workplace Report that employees who are engaged are more likely to improve customer service. So for pharmacies, that means higher employee engagement correlates to higher patient satisfaction scores. So how do you foster engagement? The company Virgin They suggest listening. Listening more to your employees gives you a better sense of the temperature in the environment and also opens you up as a leader and to be more approachable. Another huge win is the amount of innovation that comes from your team when they know they have a listening ear. If you want your employees to own their space, to make improvements in areas they identify as a barrier, you can engage them by listening to their ideas and finding a way to empower them to create those solutions. The key to engagement is time. You can spend time speaking with your mission and values. You know, connecting to that clearly is something I believe in since I devoted an entire podcast to it. But you also need to listen and spend time with your people. You can help them by connecting their story to the impact of your company. And that is what a good leader is able to do. 
There are stories and studies that show happiness leads to people being more productive and unhappy people can actually be at least 10% less productive. So our job as leaders is finding out through spending time with our people what barriers they have and what brings them joy. Then we find a way to eliminate the barriers and bring out more of the joy. My last suggestion, transparency and solid communication. We live in a time where information is in abundance. However, pharmacies are really known for being tight-lipped on communication. One area you can really help support your people is by providing information when you have it and over-communicate it. Let your team feel like they are part of the process. Do you have a decision coming up that could be could maybe benefit the, with input from your team? Find a way to incorporate them, but don't shoot yourself in the foot and have a predetermined outcome. What I mean is, don't decide what the solution will be and then act like their input came into effect when really they didn't. They're going to see right through it. Involving your employees in discussions and decisions where appropriate will help solidify engagement and ownership, which are your key ingredients. Okay, I think we've got to the point <laughs> and investing in your employees is the solution. So here's a recap on how to do it. Think through individual needs. Provide professional development for your employees. Use one-on-one coaching. Spend time listening to each employee. Include them in the process and decisions. And be willing to over-communicate. This will drive higher retention scores, higher employee satisfaction scores, better patient experience scores, and overall better patient outcomes. Okay, thanks for listening in. If you like this type of content, please subscribe, leave a review, or click some stars. This really helps others find the podcast and hopefully help them to be inspired by all things professional development. Feel free to reach out to me. You can find me at Lisa Purdy at LinkedIn. Make sure to listen in next week as we impact the world of pharmacy with professional development. Bye guys.